What is up, everyone out there in our sports uh, network fans, I guess you could say. It is Catch Chat's next episode, and I'm really excited uh, to be back talking with you guys. More excited about who we have on here and who may be commenting later than seeing my brother's face. Wow, Mark, you know that. That stings a little. I'm sorry. How are you been doing, sir? It's it seems like forever since I've actually talked and seen you. Actually, uh, man, I'm gonna be honest. Getting back to work this week is about killed me. Uh, being off for two weeks for Christmas break and then going back. Uh, but I, I'm making it. I'm making it. That's about all well, I can say great. right now. Have you already been asking for snow days or NTIs? Yeah, I've been asking for some NTI days. I was hoping for a little snow tonight. You know. I'm sorry. Listen, my wife, you know, she's working at Union College now. And like her first day, technically, she didn't really have off, had a little few couple days she could stay home. And uh, the next day she was working, they were given snow on top of the mountain. She goes, man, I wish I could get an NTI at college. I don't know if that's a thing. I was like, good luck, honey. But uh, I guess, you know, this is the last time we've talked to you and I even, but uh, we've been live here since what, New Year's. So happy New Year's, everyone. We made it through 23. I've been saying the year 2024 is going to be the year of Kobe. So let's have that mentality to attack this year, 24. Uh, what's up, Johnny? Welcome what's to the up, show. Boy? As always, thank you so much. Hey, Johnny, let's just go ahead and get this straight. Next week, when you say, hey, can you put my name before Mark's? Because No, you know, no, don't do just, it, Johnny. Just want to see that happen. But uh, So Happy New Year's, everyone. Merry Christmas, of course. Our last episode, I can't remember what date technically it was on, but it was an awesome show where we had – uh, Mojo Sports from uh, Sacramento in California, who is a YouTube sensation. I think he's got close to 50,000 uh, subscribers out there. Talked to us a little bit about sports cards. Mark, I did message him. He did respond. He said if he's in the area, for you know what, he'll try. So uh, great things are happening. Let's go ahead and bring in our guest. Mark, I will go work on the cameras and let you do that wonderful introduction because you got that radio voice. Ladies and gentlemen, this young man is Mr. Kentucky Football. He amassed 3,817 yards this season. If you've not got a chance to see him play live, he was absolutely amazing. It's Mr. Daniel Thomas from Bell County. How are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me on. Uh, we appreciate you coming on, buddy. Thank you. So, Daniel, we'll get into this. It's going to be an interview, if you'll say, but it's really just going to be us three guys here talking. We're just using the camera. There's no one even here listening to us. Let's just be straightforward on that. So before this season started out, were you gunning for the yards uh, record? You know, was that even a thought or what, what went into this prep for this year at least? Yeah, man. Uh, whenever uh, we went into the off season uh, against Ashland, my junior year, I got a high ankle sprain. Me and my dad was talking that summer, and we thought it'd be hard for me to replicate what I did my junior season. So for me to put up the numbers I did this season was an absolute blessing and uh, not really something I expected. But at the same time, I thought it's something I worked for, so it is expected in a way. Not to sound cocky or anything. It's just uh, all summer I'd uh, put in work CrossFitting and uh, and going hard in a sixth period and seventh period at football. And uh, just really I'm putting in the work to, to make uh, these results happen. That's something we, we tell people all the time, man. If you if you want to be successful, you got to be willing to put in the work. That's that's what it is in anything you do. You got to put in the work. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody wants to win realistically, but it's what you do during the offseason, what you do when nobody's looking that really makes you a winner. I agree 100%, man. And I just want to go ahead and say this real quick. When it comes to being an athlete, uh, college level, high school level, to be a great or an elite, you have to sound somewhat cocky. Like, 
here in the mountains, we know you're not really being cocky, but you have to say, hey, you know, I expect to be great, you know. So I, one thing I want you to say, I don't think anybody that is in the right mentality thinks it's being cocky. Like you've got to have some craziness in you to be making it to the next level. So we understand exactly what you're saying. Me and Mark, we were all stars at basketball when we grew up in Pee Wee. <laughs> you know, uh, one thing that even just now talking with you, I already can tell you are a workhorse. It sounds like uh, you know everyone that we've had on here. That's been the thing that separates, and of course, that's what everyone always talks about: is to be uh, great is being a little extra ordinary, more or less. So it takes that little extra. Is that something that you kind of pride yourself on doing the extra work? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Every morning uh, uh, at the end of my junior year, I was waking up at uh, 4 a.m., going to CrossFit at 5 a.m. This year, uh, I've taken a little bit of extra time to sleep an extra hour, and I've been going <laughs> at 6 a.m. because people don't realize this, but uh, that sleep is very important to uh, muscle recovery and just mental uh, mental health and uh, being able to perform on, in the, on the field as well as in the classroom. That's awesome, man. Let me ask you this. Do you do any other sports? Like, do you do track or anything of that nature? Uh, my junior year, I played I obviously played football. I wrestled. I played baseball, and I ran track. This year, I'm just uh, I just play football. Uh, I'm gonna play baseball and hopefully run some track. I actually remember you you wrestling because I, I remember uh, you and Dallas Sargent at Harlan County High School. Man, yeah. y'all had a match that went to distance. It was fun. Yeah, that was uh, that was coming off the high ankle sprain, and I hadn't uh, I wasn't as good a shape as I'd like to be in that match, <laughs> and it, it definitely showed. That's you know. Awesome. Um, to me, uh, wrestling is kind of making its way into the mountains a little more here in the past yeah. maybe five yeah. years, six years, ten years, I guess. Um, and, of course, uh, cross-country uh, track. I feel like that's starting to be uh, a given, you know, a dual-sport athlete now is either running cross-country or running track. Do you think wrestling is helping you, you prepare and, and be physical like that as well? Because wrestling, you've got to be a different character as well. Yeah. People always say that wrestling helps the football, but to me, I think if I didn't play football growing up, there was no way I would have been good at wrestling. So I think right. the football helped me with wrestling. But at the same time, wrestling helps you with a mentality from a mentality perspective. Like uh, whenever you're, you're basically in a fist fight for uh, six minutes straight, so uh, it, it, it takes grit and it takes uh, it takes a real warrior to step on that mat. Anybody that steps on that mat's got got, got that dog in them somewhere. Yeah, and it takes a good IQ too, because you you got to be smart yeah. with the movements. Because there's a man when I got to watch it last year, I, I had so much fun. It's first time I've ever caught a wrestling event. I was learning as I went, and it, it was yeah. a lot of fun. There's a lot of technical stuff to it. Well, I was curious. Oh, yeah, say, it's very exciting. You at the event? I didn't know how much you do. Of course, I don't know it either. I'm just you know hear what you're saying. I was like, well, Mark's about to try to act like he knows, but you you didn't. Okay, uh, and wrestling's fun to watch too. Like if you get into it, especially. It's almost more – well, let me ask you this. It's a two-part uh, comment here. Excuse me. Some of the parents are almost more fun to watch than the wrestlers, just how they act during everything. How are your parents during those matches? Are is like the mom like, get him, get him, you know, yeah. and the dad's just all calm and collective? Yeah. My uh, – yeah, that's exactly how it is, actually. My mom <laughs> is, uh, always would get very rowdy at my wrestling matches, and my dad – my dad did enjoy it, but he wouldn't get as rowdy. <laughs> Have you seen that one where uh, it's a video, it's on TikTok or whatever, where like the mom is almost beating the, the dad over there, like grabbing onto and holding him back. <laughs> and it's like, do this move. Yeah. That's kind of what made me even think about it. Um, yeah. What, what's, I'm just want to ask a little bit about wrestling here. What's like the go-to move for you? What was your favorite move? Cause you know, rare, rare naked choke. I don't think you can do that in wrestling technically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I wasn't the most technical wrestler. I was, I was what you would call a brawler. 
So I would uh, use double legs, which is basically a form tackle, but you drop to a knee. So it's just like tackling somebody in football. It's a form tackle. And then after that, you go to this move called a tight waist for ankle. You grab around their waist and you grab their ankle and you pull it back and it flattens them out. Then you would go to this thing called a half Nelson where you go underneath their arm over their head, then turn them over. It's basically like a headlock type deal. Oh, there we go. There we got some. So that was my that, my, that was my, that was my, that was my three ways. Yeah. Okay. So so no no figure fours, no frog splashes. I mean, he probably don't even know what a frog splash. Oh uh, yeah, I, 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 I may have tried. I may have tried to throw some. Uh, I may have tried to throw a couple of German suplexes in there sometimes. <laughs> that that's illegal. You get get the whistle blown on you. Okay. Listen, uh, what is it? Kurt Angle, I think that was the wrestling gold medalist for USA that went on to wrestling. Oh, yeah. He, uh, he, yeah, he won a gold medal with a broken neck. He's absolute stud. Well, uh, when I, I used to live in Pike County. That's where my wife is from. And when we first got married, we lived there for two years. But WWE came to uh, – I can't remember what they call Expo. it. Appalachia. Yeah, the Expo. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they were like trying to, they were selling tickets where you could take pictures, 20 bucks a picture with Kurt Angle. And I'm like, because mm-hmm. so, he had the belt at the time. Everybody's going up there. Yeah. I was like, man, if I go in there and pay for this ticket, he's getting me in the ankle lock. Like, that's not just yeah. like, hey, cheese, like, you got to do the move yeah. to me. I'm going all out on this. He probably would have broke my ankle on purse belt. No, nah, you're, you're a fan. It's broke. All right. So yeah. let's get back to the football conversation. Uh, the season's over with. Uh, it's been a wonderful season for you. How did hearing Mr. Kentucky football sound for you? Like, how tell me how that played out? Yeah, like, uh, as, I, as I've told people before, I was uh, down there taking the ACT and uh, down here down the street at Southeast uh, Community College. And uh, there was a little bit, uh, we was having rough power uh, down here on Cumberland Avenue. My house luckily got to keep its power, but there was uh, some flickering lights and stuff, and they called it off early. And I was just on question 18 of the English test. So I wasn't far on the test at all. And they called it off. And my dad calls me and says, you got to get home urgently. So I didn't know what I did. I thought I was in trouble. I didn't know what happened. <laughs> I didn't I didn't think there was anything for me in trouble for, but you never know. So I, I get home, rush home, and uh, we call Coach Shelton on the phone. He tells me, Daniel, you're Mr. Kentucky football. And it was just uh, a wild feeling, you know. Awesome. Right. Congratulations, awesome. of course. Um, yeah. Did you think you had a chance going into it, like a heads up, like, hey, it's yeah. down to you? And- you know, uh, yeah, me and my brother talked about it all week. We knew it was between uh, me, uh, the Hodge kid from uh, from uh, Cal, and a couple others that, that, that had been balling out. But uh, we knew I had a good shot, but mainly because I broke in three state records. I, I wasn't expecting to win it by any means, but I knew that I at least had a shot. Right. Yeah. What's your favorite memory from this past season? Like, what what was your favorite other than getting Mr. Kentucky football? I mean, Mr. Kentucky football game, is kind of um, – I'd say the East Carter game was uh, my most memorable game, and I had the most memorable plays. We went to overtime, and uh, and I got the game winning two-point conversion in overtime for a regional championship, which I got beat out in the regional championship my freshman, sophomore, and junior season. So that was pretty big for me, and uh, it's pretty big for the county. That was your last game at Bell County, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's was, it. My last game ever at Bell. Yeah, I was watching that on uh, the, uh, the big one. I was watching it on yeah. his stream, man. I saw you running that two point conversion. I was like, oh man, that's it was it was wild. That was yeah, a tough to, game. To be honest, in that game, I was I was pretty scared because we were down and it was late in the game. Yeah. I ended up scoring like a, a forty five yard breakaway or fifty somewhere around that around that line, and uh, it was just a come behind win. And uh, I was to be honest, like I was saying, I was pretty scared. That, that that was the end of my season, and we had fumbled into the regional championship. But uh, the Bobcats prevailed, and it's I guess it's all history now. 
That's awesome, man. So, season's over with. Mr. Football, Mr. Kentucky, what's the next stage going on for you? I don't know how much you can talk about or, or willing to talk about here. Uh, what all colleges are talking to you? Can you tell us what's next here? Yeah, man, I got uh, official visits lined up. Uh, I got one that I'm going to Presbyterian College. That's in Clinton, South Carolina. This uh, the weekend after this one. Then I'm going to Center College in Danville, a little bit more local here the next weekend. Then after that, I'm going to the University of Dayton in Ohio. But uh, I've received offers from Georgetown College, uh, Lindsey Wilson. Uh, let's see, kind of kind of someone here. Union uh, the university, well. yeah, the University of Carolina's Union, um, Notre East Dame. Uh, yeah, Eastern. Um, let's see. I I've, I get uh, I get caught up. It's kind of hard to remember. They all kind of run uh, together. Yeah, uh, Kentucky Wesleyan down there in Owensboro. So yeah, mm-hmm. I've if uh, I've got a, a good list, uh, and I'm uh, very blessed to to be able to say that I can go play college ball at the next level. Absolutely. That's awesome. And, you know, I don't know what it is about mountain area, but sometimes we think, you know, small colleges don't mean much to to other people, you know. Yeah. I don't care what level you play at college. You are an athlete. You deserve it. And it becomes a business, basically, because you yeah. are waking up early, doing the workouts and the whole nine yards. It, it takes mm-hmm. a, a different breed for sure. Absolutely. College sports ain't for everyone. No. Yep. So, um, do you have a list possibly narrowed down of some of your your potentials? Is that some of your visits or like you know a top uh, eight you got picked here? Not not just yet. Uh, not not at the moment. I don't. But uh, those uh, three schools I'm going on the official visits to. That that I like to say they're pretty far up there. Gotcha. I mean, it only yeah. makes sense, really. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, Mark. Got anything else? I mean, we only 14 minutes in. We can talk to him all day, but. Giving no, you a go chance. ahead. If you, if you got something, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You good. I'm better looking than you. Wow. You see how brothers are, man. I'm sure you deal with this with your brother as well. Oh, yeah. I, I got one. I got one. <laughs> uh, so, you did uh, talk. Go ahead. Uh, what are you looking you. forward to most with these official visits? Just getting a feel of the campus, the coaches? or? Uh, yeah. Uh, based, more or less, uh, I'm wanting to uh, get into seeing the education side because uh, I got to know that it's a place where I could successfully get my degree, live my every day to day life, and uh, be able to uh, just grow as a man and a person. And uh, like I was saying, just be able to continue my life because uh, as much as I as much as I love it too, I don't think football will be here forever. But you you never know, I guess. Right. That's one thing I, I love. I love hearing from people though, like. Most of the, the athletes that we've got to talk to on here, they're very level-headed. Not only are you successful on the sports side of things, most of these kids are pretty successful in the classroom as well, and knowing that you're looking to further your education. Because, I mean, we all know your youth and athleticism is not going to be there forever. Uh, mine left me probably when I was about 14. But I'm just saying, it's not always going to be there. But getting that education, getting a degree, having something to fall back, I mean, it's a plan. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, I mean, if you're really uh, getting offers for a center, like, I mean, you've got to be pretty smart for that school alone. Uh, <laughs> so that right there speaks highly of your education values there. I appreciate um, it, man. Yeah. You said you made it to 18 on your English part. I probably didn't even get an 18 on the whole test. But, you know, we're not going to go there. Uh, so let's see here. Looking at colleges, going for official visits. Uh, is there anyone else that you're, you know, looking around to in the States? Like, hey, man, maybe we could end up teaming up here. You got some friends looking at some colleges with you as well? 
Uh, I think as of right now, I'm the only senior that plans on playing college football from Bell High. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I definitely have some teammates that could go play, but that's just not what they're interested in right now. They just want to get uh, their education or join the workforce or whatever, or go to a trade school or whatever they want to do. But uh, I'm proud of them either way. Uh, those are my boys, and uh, they'll be my ride or dies forever. And it's family, you. man. That's what people don't understand. Yeah, absolutely. It's community, it's family. Yeah, if, if they want to uh, – and no matter what, no matter what they want to further their life in, as long as they're, uh, as long as they're making something of themselves, I'm always gonna be proud of my boys. They'll always right. be there. I'll always be there for them. Sounds good. We got Johnny sending in a comment here, and it's a little lengthy here, but he's got some questions for you. Uh, before, well, he's brought it up here. I usually like to do like a fourth quarter questions where it's hit hit at you quite a bit. Johnny's still a one of mine on these favorite uh, favorite drinks here, but and food, but that's okay. Uh, he's wanting to know what's your aspects of football, favorite food, favorite drink, and uh, wonderful job. He said a fantastic job at Bell County. Uh, a few times that he uh, watched you play against Harley County. Yeah, I'll go ahead and start off with my favorite food. I'll, anytime I have a chance to, I'm going to destroy a medium rare steak, and that's just how I am. <laughs> that's how I, I'll probably continue to be for the rest of my life. They give me the medium rare steak and some mashed potatoes. And, and so you're man after my own heart. I like it. Yeah, I'm yeah. a baked potato said mash, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Either way, I'll, I'll just just any form of a potato there. Any taters. meat and taters. That's the way yeah. it goes. Fried, mashed, baked. It don't matter. <laughs> and my aspect on football, it's just uh, it's been good to me, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, it's gonna keep being good to me, and I'm just gonna keep being uh, good to it, and we'll see how far it takes me. If I go to uh. It's it's not it's not really a plan of mine, but if I go to the foot, uh, National Football League, then uh, that'd be awesome. If I don't, football's taught me some awesome lessons, and it's uh it's helped me get an education. So, right, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so after football, you know, you you're talking about getting a major or whatnot and getting a degree and whatnot. Uh, outside of football, football's done. Cleats hung up. The helmets put in the locker room. What is your dream job away from football? Let's just get to know you. You know, my major and stuff is undecided, but I've thought about going into being a behavioral analyst. I believe that I'm good at working with special needs kids, and that's a, a place in my heart, that, uh, just something I like doing, is uh, just talking to them and getting to know them better and stuff. So I thought about being a behavioral analyst, and uh, okay. I think that would be a good job for me and something I'd enjoy doing for a long time. That's okay. amazing. That's awesome. Takes yeah. a, a big heart on that. Um is that something as far as going back like into education and teaching with or staying outside of school? Uh, yeah. Well, you, you could. So basically I would be going to get a math and science bachelor and I could either get a degree in psychology or a degree in education. So uh, it could go either way. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. Co- possible coach in the near future if or if the not near future, but future we'll say. Uh, my brother, my brother, that's what he wants to do is be a head coach. So I feel like I could always help him on the side. That's mm-hmm. as long as I got my life situated and I'm taking care of a, a business and family first. You know, usually the younger brothers know more about what's going on in the game anyway. So I, I can totally understand that. <sighs> toot, toot. So, uh, okay, got that. Uh, Mark, you got any questions or you want to go ahead and get into like the, the fourth quarter stuff? It's one of those four quarter questions. Shoot them at him. All righty, let me get it pulled up here. It's just going to be quick. Boom, kind of fast at you. Some may say crazy, but, you know, I'm not the only one. I think that's how that song goes. All right, here we go. Favorite superhero? Oh, gosh. Um, Batman. Why Batman? Because he's not a superhero. Batman, really. because it, 
he's because he's the most realistic. Super, he's the most uh, realistic superhero. Like somebody <laughs> could like it's very unlikely, but somebody could be Batman. It would have but to be like Elon it's Musk. It's very very unlikely. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Uh, favorite foods, my next question, but you already said medium rare, which is nasty. Medium well is yeah, what it should be. Yeah, but yeah. outside of steak, what's the next one? I mean, I can, I can, I can meet you at a medium, maybe, on the steak. But uh, I guess I guess I might have to go with chicken. I'm, I'm just a big I'm, – I'm basically a carnivore. That's what I do. Gotcha. <laughs> give, give me the fine meat. All right. Uh, but, Mark, anytime you got one, just jump in. Uh, let's hear Favorite chicken wings. What is it? Favorite chicken wing sauce? Wings? Yeah, of course. Still anything you uh, want? Either bone-in always, either lemon pepper or um, garlic parm. I'm out. I'm done. Bone-in. <laughs> I don't trust I love the garlic parm, man. They were good. The garlic parm. Wait, wait. Hold on. So you're over here eating chicken nuggets, Michael? That is totally <laughs> fine. You, you call it whatever you want to. I don't care. I ain't eating bone-in, man. It's too too nasty. You gotta have like a whole roll of, to- of paper oh, it gives, towel. It gives it that. It gives it that extra flavor, which I don't really like breaded chicken that much either. I like it to be be a. Uh, sure, let's see what what I call it when it's not breaded. Uh, I'm over here struggling. Grilled. Yeah, I guess I guess it'd just be grilled or yeah, it'd be unbreaded Maybe? chicken. Uh, that's all I like it. Skinless. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let me ask you this then. So, if you're going to get wings, are you going to Buffalo Wild Wings? And since you can kind of live close, like where or or Buffalo Wings and Rings. Uh, I would think that B Dubs is uh is everybody's first choice, but uh, what's it called? Buffalo Wings and Rings is pretty good as well. Okay, I tell you another place if y'all have never checked it out, Roosters, man. If you ever been to a Roosters, man, they have good wings. Where's it at? Uh, they they have one up in Lexington. Uh, it's close to the mall, but I first got introduced to it when I was in Ohio. They have them all over Ohio. But yeah, I uh, uh, I had some pretty nice. good uh, ribs at KS Bar when I was down there. Yeah, I like some ribs. I can do some ribs. See, I know I'm obese and I'm okay with that, but I've never had barbecue ribs because what? I'm not big on barbecue, which I'm getting there. And really? I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to pay for ribs and not like it because it's so expensive. Like I wish I could find. Like it. Trust me, you'll like it. See, I want to, but I don't want to spend that big bucks to get it. Like, if somebody said, here's some ribs that I made up, all right, yeah, let's try this. Let's go for it. It's like seafood. I'm you afraid to see more chicken it's- nuggets and I'll eat Marcus, how like me? Marcus, how like me? You just need to, you need to bless him one time, take him out to, take him out to eat, get him, uh, get him a rack of ribs, and uh, if they don't like it, you can just finish it. Oh, don't like tell it. me that because I remember all the times when, I, when we'd go places when he was younger and he would forget his wallet. Forget his wallet. <laughs> so i mean i mastered it i can't help with that so let me let me ask you this um what's your favorite oh, nfl team what's my favorite what nfl team who's your favorite nfl team I think we we just lost him somehow. I don't Uh-oh. I don't know what happened. We've lost him. I say he'll be back. It looked like it just where he's on his phone. He might have opened up another uh, app on us, but he'll probably be right back in here. Yeah. But uh, I mean, go ahead and we'll we'll say this while we we wait on him. And he seems like a good kid with his head on, on straight. Man. 
So uh, uh, even talking to him a little bit before we started the show, he said, you know, I'm sorry I was on here a little bit late. He beat me on here, and he's talking about he just come back from youth group. So that's even cool hearing that side of him as well. And he's already back. Yeah, uh, can you hear and, me? Pretty good. Yeah, we got you now. Yes, sir. Yeah, my, my AirPods are running dead, so I took them out. Uh, okay, got you. But you good. My favorite, my favorite football team. I would say that it is the Steelers, but I don't really watch the NFL like I used to. I'm I'm more of a football player. I'm not I'm not as much of a spectator. But uh, I enjoy watching college football more than I do watching uh, the NFL. What do you think about the games this past weekend? You know, with Michigan and Alabama, and then yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of people throwing shade at Bama for that last play. But what most people don't know is that that was the RPO play, and that it was a bad snap. But the running back was wide open; he's probably going to walk in the end zone. Had uh, Milro been able to pull it and throw it, but uh, that's just what you get into when you're down there at the goal line and things get tense. Yep. Yeah, yeah when people don't realize the split second decisions you have to make. Oh yeah, when you're in the game. Especially when you're playing at that high of a level, it's just, the game's so much faster. That's the thing about each level of football. You have to keep getting faster at each level because the, uh, the game keeps progressing, the game keeps evolving, the higher the, the higher level you're playing at. Yep. So, um, let's see here. I'm trying to think what, what question, how I'm going to word this. Because I want to ask you about the expansion of the playoffs. Uh, do you think it's a good thing or do you think it's a bad thing, I guess? Let me just throw it that way. I think it's a good thing because I like chaos. I want, yeah. I want to see I want to see uh, some teams that wouldn't normally get a chance at a natty have that chance. I want to see some real runs, and uh, and I want to see, uh, like I was saying, I want to see a team that normally wouldn't get the chance, opportunity to do it, uh, get that opportunity. In my humble opinion, you guys can come at me if you want, I think that Georgia <laughs> is the best team in the entire country, and they didn't get to play. I have said in, that over and over. I said they, they based one loss, and they take Georgia out of the mix. I mean, and – I don't know who sets up these bowl games, but if you were not going to have Georgia in it, Georgia should have played Oregon and Liberty should have played FSU. It's that simple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they want the ratings and they want people to show up and they know which game people are going to watch. They're going to watch Georgia and Oregon play rather than the other one. So I, I do feel like Kirby Smart and the Bulldogs kind of kind of got messed over on that one. Yeah, 100%. Uh, well, what would have really been interesting is if we could have got a Georgia and uh, – Georgia, Bama, Natty. That would have been a, a very highly rated game, and I'm sure everybody would have uh, would have crawled to their TV to watch that one for sure. <laughs> who are you going to pick between Michigan and Washington? What who you like there? I would like to think that uh, Michigan would win it by rolling out that quarterback from Washington. That's the thing. It, it's going to depend on how much chaos the defense for Michigan can cause. Penix. Yeah. It's Man. That's, it comes down to that. That game was just crazy watching them play Bama because it didn't look like a Bama offensive line because Michigan's yeah. D line was just playing that stellar of a game up front. They really yeah. controlled it up front on offense and defense, I thought. I agree 100%. What do you think of the Kentucky game, Kentucky-Clemson? I don't really want to talk about it too much. <laughs> uh, but it is what it is. What's funny about that is one of my uh, teachers is a huge Clemson fan, and uh, mm. that's where he, he grew up in that area, so uh, – we gave each other crap all uh, leading up to that game, so I guess he, uh, I guess he finally uh, got the last laugh. But uh, he had to sit, he had to sit beside the dude that announces my football games, so he was getting a mouthful uh, the entire game. So that was that was pretty pretty good to hear. Awesome. Uh, let's get back to kind of the fourth quarter questions. We got sidetracked to college football there. Know, so before your game, uh, before your game, maybe even before practice. What is your craziest superstition or you had to always do? I'm not a, I'm not a superstitious guy, but uh, before games every week, I would drink up to uh, 
10 to 13 Gator Lights because I'm not, I'm a bad cramper because I don't ever come out of the game. So I would drink 10 to 13 Gator Lights before every game. Uh, That's throughout the school day all the way up until kickoff and during the game. All right. Uh, what was your dream as a kid growing up? I, I guess when I was a fifth and sixth grader, I thought I was going to be a hooper. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't awful. I, I played uh, I played up until my freshman year. I started in a district game and at a, at a regular season game. I started a district game against Harlan City my freshman year to chase that Jordan Cal kid. And uh, that, that was always my dream as a fifth and sixth grader uh, was to um, was to hoop. But uh, it, when I was real young, I, get, uh, I was into baseball, so it's, it went full circle. Uh, so I guess at one point I've dreamed of being a major league player, NFL player, and NBA player at some point in my life. I think it's every young man's dream just to grow up and play something professionally. Yeah. All right, Mark, I want to ask you a question here. Me? Okay. Yes. Daniel, you said you're playing baseball this year, right? Absolutely. I played every year since I've been six. Okay. We we don't. I've never seen you play baseball. He was running back. Uh, quick, obviously, big size, strong. What position do you think he plays in baseball? I'm gonna give I would you, put you Daniel being a shortstop. Shortstop. See, I'm going to say, just by talking with him here, I'm going to think he's actually would rather be a catcher. Uh, my entire life, I did catch. I, I caught all the way up until, uh, up until freshman year, and then they needed me in the outfield, so I played center field. I was going to okay. say, I could see him at center field with the speed. I was going to say center know. too, but I don't know. I just feel like the leadership that you can tell talking with him, the the vocal, uh, he's a catcher. So, if you yeah, had I, to pick your position, where would you pick? Oh, gosh, I definitely – I'd like to catch because I, uh, I'm one of those people I've – like I ain't been diagnosed with ADHD, but I got to be moved at all times. Like I'll be a part of every play and the catcher is <laughs> part of every like play. <laughs> We understand. Okay, well, so let's yeah. talk a little bit of baseball here. We'll get back to our questions. Uh, what's the most important position on the field? Uh, on the baseball field, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. It's your pitcher because if you can't if you can't throw, you can't play. You can't walk in runs entire uh, entire game and expect to win. Okay, all right. I'm 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 fine with that. I figured you actually would say catcher since they're kind of managing the whole thing. Yeah, I would say catcher, uh, pitcher, pitcher first, catcher second, shortstop is third, center field's fourth. Okay. See, I actually personally, I think catcher is more important than a pitcher. I mean, yeah. pitcher, as long as they can hit their spots, you're going to direct them what what pitch you want. You know, yeah, they can shake yeah. your head off, but you can also yeah, pull. What is yeah, it? Yeah, there could be an argument made there for sure. Bull Dorm, is it where he's like, hey, <laughs> he's shaking? It's it's a curveball. You can knock it out of the park. Yeah. So do you have a favorite the- major league team? What is it? Do you have a favorite major league team? Uh, you know, like, I don't really watch baseball uh, as much as I probably should, but uh, I always claim to be a Reds fan. There we go. Go to Reds game. All right, so let's see here. Uh, we already asked the Buffalo Wild Wings one or the Buffalo Wings. Blue cheese or ranch? Ranch. Give it to me. Thank goodness. I hope nobody ever answers blue cheese on this. Uh, if um, I was you, I could go ahead and kick him out of the, out of the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah. It's uh, waffles or pancakes? Pancakes. At, at me. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, at me, he says. Uh, any certain toppings? Do you go crazy with toppings? Some people do fruits. Obviously, I don't. It's syrup and butter only. Uh, yeah, normally uh, syrup and butter for me. And if I'm feeling crazy, I, I can throw some peanut butter on me on there. If I'm, if I'm trying to put on some weight during the offseason. See, I've never seen anyone do peanut butter except for my wife and my that's kids. I've never put peanut butter on uh, pancakes. That's normally what I put on waffles whenever my mom makes waffles. 
Oh, okay. Right. It sticks in a waffle bit better because the, the little silicones. Okay. So, Mark, question any? I got two more. Did you ask him about pregame ritual? Like, does he have any superstitions? Superstition. You did ask him? Yeah, the 13 Gator Lights. Yeah, that. And uh, I listen to, like, uh, you would think I'd be listening to music that's going to get you really hype. I'll do that, like, I'll do that, like, two minutes before the game. Uh, throughout the school day and stuff, I'm listening to country music and, like, instrumental music and stuff like that to keep me calm. I only get hot a little bit before game time. Instrumental, okay. So like you know, until, until it's close music. to game time, then I then I'm full. Uh, then I'm listening to music to get me pumped. Easy yeah. listening until he's ready to let it go. Yeah. So he's got. I can see it now. He's listening to Savage Garden as he's you know going through school and everything. Then when it's going into the game, okay, it's time to put on Lincoln Park here. <laughs> Throws okay. out a little down with a sickness before he runs out. Yeah. Oof. All right, so uh, Xbox or PlayStation? Uh, I have a PlayStation 4, but I rep an Xbox 360 when I'm playing NCAA 14. Greatest game ever made. <laughs> I'm going to ask this question, but I have a feeling that you're going to say I don't play either. Uh, Halo or Call of Duty? Uh, growing up, I played Call of Duty. I never played Halo. <sighs> uh, I, yeah, I was, uh, I was definitely – I was, grew up uh, playing Black Ops 2 and Black Ops 3. Uh I was a big Black Ops Zombies guy. Oh, Zombies, yeah. I'm an old man, but I still play Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. Sometimes me and my brothers will still pack in the house and, and play uh, some old BO1 or BO2 Zombies. Nice. There we go. Well, I got to ask you, do you have any hobbies out like outside of sports? Anything you'd love to do? Machine or hunting? Uh, that was the next question. I have killed a doe before and I've killed a turkey, but I haven't been. I'm so busy. I ain't been hunting on my own in a, in a while. Yeah, fishing. Uh, I will do my advice me, but I don't ever go fishing on my own, really. I mean, that's fine. Uh, Takes yeah, with you. Yeah, during my spare time, I hang out with my girlfriend. And uh, another thing I do that's pretty cool that mostly uh, most people don't know about me is I tutor kids at school. I'm actually uh, oh. like a part time math teacher in school. Three that's periods awesome. a day, I'm, I'm tutoring freshmen and sophomores in uh, algebra one and geometry. I that's actually awesome. teach algebra. Well, that's pretty cool, man. That's awesome. I'd, I'd love, I'd love to help you out, but I've got to, I've got to stay down, down here in the, <laughs> down here in the hall and uh, in peace. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, anything <laughs> else? What's something that no one knows about you? Oh, I can play the recorder at a very high level. Oh, oh. I almost felt like yeah, you looked at it like there's one by you. I was waiting for him to whip one out and just start. I, I probably have one upstairs, but we won't get into all that. <laughs> but, oh, uh, so whenever I was like, a, whenever you're a second grader, I grew up down in Middlesbrough Elementary School. My mom's a librarian at Middlesbrough, uh, which is always cool for her because uh, obviously all of her kids end up graduating from Bell and she teaches at Middlesbrough still. But anyways, whenever you're a second grader, you learn to play the flute there. And then when you, you graduate from the flute to the recorder in third and fourth grade, and I was always ranked at the top of my class for, uh, for that specific instrument, so. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So what's what's your favorite song to play on it? Um, let's see. I can play Ode to Joy pretty good. I can play Amazing Grace pretty good. I, I learned to play some cool stuff like Fly Me to the Moon during quarantine whenever I got bored and uh some stuff like that. Quarantine brought the worst out of everybody, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I mean, we're we've already got you at 36 minutes that we're in here, man. I don't want to keep you on too long. I'm sure you got other things to do. Uh, we can sit here and just talk with you probably for the rest of the day, honestly. But 
we've got other things we've got to get to as well. So uh, if anything else, Mark, you got something you look like you want to ask real quick? No, I'm good. All right. Well, Daniel, thank you so much for coming on here, man. Of course, everyone, again, Mr. Kentucky football for 2024. Uh, No one else can say that. Or 2023 season. No one else can say that, man. Congratulations on that. Do you want to give any information out, like, as far as your social media, Twitter, or anything like that, people can follow you? Get those NIL. Good, man. Uh, Just anytime you guys want me on here, I'm free. And uh, I've really enjoyed tonight. God bless y'all. And have a a blessed night. Same to you, buddy. God bless you. See you, man. See you, buddy. What an awesome young man, dude. He's, he's good a cool kid. Good kid. Down to earth, country yeah. as can be. You can hear it. Quite honestly, it's nice to have a country guy on here with us, as country yeah. as we are. You know, we've had Coach Morrow on here that you have to, you know, kind of talk a little more, uh, pronunciate better than what I do. And then we've had Trevin Wallace, you know, some of these Harrison. Jeff Shepard, all these people talk proper. We don't, you know. Yeah, and then you get here, Molly. Okay, like I don't even feel like we're interviewing. Like we're just sitting here talking to this guy. This is going to be nice. Refreshing. But uh, kudos to him and Bell County, even the great season that they had. Uh, Three records, I think he said he broke this year, which is amazing. Man, isn't amazing. 400 carries for 3,800 yards, man. It's just phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Mathematician, how many yards is that per carry? I don't know off the top of my head. I mean, it's it's almost 10 yards to carry. I mean, because 440, that would have been 10. So That's crazy. Nine point something. I mean, it's pretty that's almost, good. That's almost a first down every time he carries the ball. Like, Yeah, I mean, his 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 thing was, man, his breakaway speed. Like, he could – he had such quick moves, and mm-hmm. then his speed just on top of that. I was right. It's roughly nine and a half yards of carry. But, like, I, he would break – you would think you have him contained, and he'd break a, a sixty-yarder on you. I mean, it was just yeah. not. He had two fumble recoveries. One of them, he ran back for a touchdown. He was just both sides of the ball. He and you know he wasn't afraid to hit people. He was fun to watch. He was just a lot of like excitement on the field anytime he touched the ball. There is definitely talent in these mountains. And one thing I meant to ask him as far as his recruiting, uh, does he feel like you know? Because one thing you you mentioned to him that you know you're surprised ten is all he's gotten so far, and. uh is it being in the mountains causing some of that you think to well I've heard not people tell me, I've heard people tell me some of it was size, but like if you've seen the kid play, I mean, yeah, I know some some big schools look for running backs that are like ginormous or whatever, but man, his speed and athleticism to me alone, I mean, you look at players like Deuce Vaughn with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I mean, kid can play. And, and Daniel's the same way, and that's why I've always said I don't think size matters in that aspect because it's it's heart. It's how they want to play. I mean. Well, what's great now about college, at least for players, as fans, I kind of don't like it too much, is he has the opportunity, obviously, to go on because he's got the scholarships. If he has the one good season at the next level as a freshman, he's got the chance to transfer. Uh, the transfer portal is always active for all these players. So, yeah. and, and that's usually when an NIL deal kind of happens for them. That's which is crazy on on the D one level. At least they're saying like, if you transfer in, like the college has to almost give you a million dollars to go to that school. So, hopefully, you know he goes uh, to whatever college he decides has an outstanding first year. And some of these other colleges that passed on him or didn't even look at him, like, hey, okay, Mountain guy, he he's got it. Because, I mean, listening to him, his work ethic already sounds like it's there. He's already he's got the kid, Yeah, down I think that's what, he's a To me, that's what makes these athletes so special. When they're a good kid first, 
you know what I mean? It, everything else kind of falls into place, and that's what I love about it. You know, he said everything he's active in. And he said just, he's tutoring already. Yeah, I mean, like, tells me he's intelligent, which makes him an even better. That's why I was trying to argue that with me about, like, talking about size. When somebody brought that up, I said, listen, a football player is a football player. I don't care. I, I don't I don't even look at that. I look at stats and what you've done, and, and what he's done has been impressive. Right. And honestly, you can say the argument size all you want, but really in football now, that's, I mean, size helps. Let's just be honest, but it's more about speed, you know, more about agilities and stuff like that. Like, I mean, in the SEC, it's more physical. We know that, but ACC it's, it's about, you know, uh, fly routes, you know, a screen setting up where, you know, you, you get them into the flats and they create because of their speed, their agility, their emotions, their yeah, they're, they're maneuvering the way that they can elude defenders, yeah. Yeah, so I don't buy that. That's probably just someone trying to – I mean, I've seen him hip stick some people too. I mean, like just flat run into them and run over them. Awesome. Uh, I guess we need to kind of transition over a little bit to another football game, kind of disheartening. Uh, we'll talk about our Kentucky versus Clemson game that we had for the – was it the Gator Bowl? That's right, Gator Bowl. Man, just missed opportunities. That's all this game was. I mean, you get those two turnovers that were unfortunate. It just it hurt. I'm, Three, wasn't it? I, I don't remember. I just remember the two really close because I was I was watching it. I was calling a ball game over in Bristol and then trying to watch right. that and listen to it on the road. And um, it was just, man, I, a lot of people want to put that on the defense, but when you turn the ball over that many mm-hmm. times, it, it's hard to overcome. I mean, your defense is staying on the field and. The one, the one time that we really had the breakdown was that last drive. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to pull up the stats on it because it feels like it's been forever ago. It's on uh, December 29th. Uh, let's see here. Just going through some of the stats real quick. <coughs> Excuse me. Larry, uh, Devin Larry, 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 16 to 28, 306 yards, 19 yards per pass on average, two interceptions, two touchdowns, two sacks. Okay, game. Uh, Ray Davis, 13 attempts for 63 yards, averaging 4.8 yards, had a touchdown, 43 yards was his longest. You know, listening to the game, some of the reporters were saying that Kentucky couldn't get the running game going, but it seemed like every time Ray Davis ran it, he was having good runs. Now, well, Clemson did a good job. I mean, they really did. They really did. They really did. Uh, receiving, uh, Brown had an, uh, a huge game, let's just be honest. Uh, six targets, three receptions for 100 yards. He had a touchdown. He returned a kickoff for a touchdown. I think he had, what, 227 yards total. Uh, to me, should have been the player of the game, but obviously if you lose, that's not going to happen. Trevin Wallace had 11 total tackles, six solo, one for a loss. He had one sack, of course. Uh, Jackson had a sack, and I'm trying to find where it actually talks. Here we go. So here's the team. Time of possessions. We only had the ball 25 minutes. They had it for 34 minutes. Total yards, we won. We had 398 total yards to 367. We won the passing yards, 306 to 264. Rushing yards was 92 to 103 in favor of Clemson. That's the only stat that they won so far. Uh, First downs. They had 24 first downs. We had 12. So they worked possession on the clock big time on that. Penalty. Yeah, they had six penalties. We had four. We had a couple crucial penalties on that. But in all total, we had four turnovers. Of course, the last second was a turnover for Leary. Uh, Clemson only had one turnover. So, yeah, I think I'm 
pretty sure, quote me or correct me if I'm wrong, guys, in, in, in the watching this here, but I'm pretty sure we had three turnovers in a matter of 10 plays. Yeah, I know and that, that Marion Brown, didn't he Didn't he fumble? He fumbled. He, he made a reception, turned it, and fumbled it. He uh, stepped less than Des Bryant did when they said that he didn't fumble, but that's a different story. <laughs> and then after that, he uh, that's when the tight end made that catch in the next set and ran it for forever. Yeah. What was that? Dangle, I think it is. Dangle, yeah. Dingle, I said Dangle. I said it's whole country right there, but uh, yeah, honestly, it was just flat out the 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 three turnovers right in a row. Like Kentucky had all the momentum, but then the second half, the turnovers happened, and it just we fell apart. Like even the announcers were talking about Kentucky is playing better, but it just seems like Clemson's going to win this for some reason. Just it's in the atmosphere, and Kentucky found a way to blow it, and that's just all you can really say. Uh, I hate that it ended our season this way. We had a chance to defeat a Clemson team, which would have been, I think, very good for a recruiting moving on for the transfers mm-hmm. and all this stuff. We would have been in the top 25, I would assume, beating a 22nd-ranked team in a bowl game. We yeah. missed an opportunity here, man. It's just bigger on everything on this, really. But it is what it is. We lost it, and I guess we just got to move on for next year. It, I hate it that we lost to Clemson because it was a game that I felt like we should have won moving into this, but it happens. I guess that's all you can really say. Any, any thoughts or comments you want to make on that game? Um, not positive right now. Not positive. <laughs> I understand. So we can go on and move on over to boom, 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 boom. Boom, the basketball talk where we will recap a little bit of the Kentucky-Illinois State game. So, of course, all around. Yes, all around. Uh, 96, Kentucky, uh, 70 for Illinois State. I feel like we're giving up a lot of points, but I talked to you about this privately before in just our conversation. When you're scoring 100 points, 120 points, uh, 96 points, you're having a lot of possessions that's going to cause the other team to have a lot of possessions. I think we have good defense. It's just we're having a lot more possessions both back and forth, and that's why other teams are scoring more. Well, I feel like we shine really well in transition, and when we can get those fast break points, it really helps us set up to be successful. So I can handle giving up. I mean, and when teams – when they're looking out there and they're seeing Kentucky across your chest, you're getting their best best shot. I mean, they're going to hit some shots. In Illinois State, they did at the beginning, and they were – it was back and forth there at the very beginning until Kentucky's athleticism just took over. But, I mean, it is what it is at that at that point. But I feel like all around they played a great game. I mean, you got Reed Shepard getting another SEC freshman of the week. Um, just impressive. Yeah, uh, it was a wonderful game for Reeves, who is playing his former team, Illinois State, which is crazy to think about. He had 27.6 rebounds, two assists, uh, four of eight from the three-point line. So, I mean, he had a good game against his uh, former team, plus uh, 19, plus or minus, a positive 19. Trey Mitchell, he only had eight points, but he had 11 rebounds, four assists. His plus or minus was a positive 31, which is crazy. I really think Trey Mitchell is our our X factor in a way moving forward because he's not going to always be the five, but he can still play the five. I think he's a wonderful four for us because he can – spread out the paint a lot more, spread out the, the lane uh, and help uh, Rob, even Reed, Reeves, uh, Justin, everyone penetrate and dribble and drop, dribble drop basically, because 
you can pick and fade with him. You can have him just slip out of the, the screen on that and stay at the three-point line. And when he catches it in rhythm, he's knocked down from three. And I think that's really big for us, actually. Uh, yeah. So I, he's going to be my X factor because you know now what you're getting from all the other players. It's just what big man, what five is going to step up and dominate down low and let Trey be able to play outside as well. Yeah. Uh, looking through here, of course, uh, uh, Rob had 16 points. Reed had 11. DJ had uh, 14. I'm waiting for Justin Edwards to really show up to, to be what we expected him. Is is he ever let down, or is it just that everyone I feel else- like he's coming into his own. He, he's, he's starting to play better. I think he had a rocky start. I mean, you got to realize, when you're playing on a team like this with this much talent, I mean – it's a lot different than when you're the superstar in high school and everybody's coming to watch you. You 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 kind of blend in with everyone else. But I, I feel like he's starting to attack the basket more, uh, looking for his shot, trying to create some. So I, I think he's playing better. My thing with him is I almost feel like he's fallen a victim to having so many star players that he's not having the chance to shine. To shine. Sorry, I got a cough. Yeah. <laughs> I could feel it coming up. And he doesn't know when he can feel comfortable attacking. You know, you you got Reeves, who's the main guy from the first unit. You got DJ, who can drive against anyone. And then you got Justin, who's like, okay, like, is this my turn? Is this my play? Coach, design one up for me. Cal don't really do that. It's kind of emotion-free for the players to decide. But I just kind of feel like he's got to feel more comfortable in the season because he's got high value. We know that. It's just he's not been able to step up on any of the games yet and really take over like the other guys have. Yeah. So hopefully that'll happen soon. Uh, that's kind of it from that game. Uh, just want to kind of mention, I'll take this off as we talk about it, is hopefully this will be the game for him to step up. Of course, what I'm talking about is Saturday is their first SEC game against Florida in Florida. And, of course, if you haven't noticed, but it's, it's going around on the X app that if you go to the Florida game, you get an orange shirt. Everyone gets the shirt. Like we're always the the themed colored shirt for everybody. Every gets game. something when you come to the game against Kentucky. Yes, because they want the crowd to show up. In a way, I get aggravated at that, but at the same time, it makes me realize what level Kentucky basketball is on. But uh, I, I think it's going to be a big game. It's actually one of the games of the weeks coming up. Is uh, the K- Kentucky Florida game in Florida, which I think it's one of the crazy places to play. Uh, you know, if you look at ESPN, they actually have Florida as like a 61% favorite. Really? Yeah, okay. and it shocked me because Florida is not even ranked. Right, but it's, it's – It is it's, a Florida and it's opening SEC play. Right. Well, that's interesting because if you bet, that'd be a good game to bet on. And I don't really trust that those odds from ESPN. Like, wait until the till Vegas puts out the odds and see what that's favored in. Right. Well, I mean, if you really think about it, only Reeves – has played an SEC game. So with this being the first one, it could be the shock. I can maybe understand where the numbers are coming from on that uh, because, I mean, we get into Florida, we could get, you know, a little shell shock of what's going on and expected of SEC play. So I'm not mad at it. I think it puts us in a good place to come in uh, with a little bit relaxed feeling. But uh, the main thing, which – we are Wednesday. What I think would be great is if we could hear something about this guy. Free Big Z is going around on all social medias right now trying to get the movement going. Of course, we know he went overseas for Christmas before the New Year's. He is back in Lexington's uh, per Twitter accounts, 
but nothing has still been said. So Man, I'm almost go it's, ahead. It's ridiculous at this point. Like it just really is. tell him yes or no. Let the man know. Let us know. You know, like this guy has done everything that he can. It's Mark. The season started what November or October? That's what I'm saying. You're getting to the point. Uh, you're getting about to the point of no return because I mean he's not going to be having the same conditioning as everybody else. Um, not getting the reps. I mean. It's frustrating, and I feel bad for him. Honestly, I mean, you're in a you're in a foreign country. All your family's back overseas. Your girlfriend's back overseas. It's just sad, right? Yeah, but hopefully, I kind of feel, and I might be looking into it a bit here, for him to actually come back. The whole reason that he went over there was to be with family, and because they hadn't decided anything, I almost feel like maybe there's some behind curtains talk of it may happen or, you know, at least a hint of, yeah, come on back over here. It sounds like we got some movement going where a decision will be made. I'm hoping that's why he came back. Who knows? We'll see. I I hope within a week we hear something on this. It, it's <laughs> Me too. crazy that it's a college student's life that we're really messing with here. And the NCAA just need to make a decision. Yays be yays and your nays be nays. Guys, we're at 53 minutes. We like to try to keep it under that hour. Uh, I think we had a wonderful time talking. Well, I say I think we had a wonderful time having uh, Mr. Thomas, Mr. Kentucky basketball, uh, football on the show. Wonderful time talking with him. Uh, of course, we talked a little bit about the Clemson, the Illinois State game, and, of course, the upcoming game against Florida. I think we kind of talked about everything right now. But we'll go ahead and wrap this show up. We do want to maybe leave a spoiler going on. If I put on Facebook and tag Cats Chat into it. I don't know if it shows on their page because I've been hacked out of it. I can't do anything there. We've got some stuff that we're working on. And honestly, it's going to be big. Of course, Johnny, speaking of big, comes in 615 to 25 Kentucky over <laughs> Florida. Go Cal. Uh, we got an event that we're planning. We won't go much into the details, but it is going to happen. Be listening and looking, following us on all the social media so you can see the announcements, what's going on. I'm thrilled about it. It's going to be a live event where we want you to come be a part of it. Yes, and we're actually wanting live person-to-person interaction with you on this as well. So uh, that gives a little more of a hint there. Uh, Can we maybe say a date at least, Mark? That's okay? Yeah, you can give them a date. Okay, the date is March 9th. So it's a Saturday, and we're going to be live doing our catch chat. Hopefully you can look into it a little bit and maybe figure that out. What's a special day about March 9th? Message us on Facebook or comment on our page and maybe see if you you know what it is. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about it, Mark. I don't know about you, but it's I'm excited. Are you? I'm nervous. I think more than anything. It's going it, to it's it's happening. That's just all I can say. It's happening. So can't wait to bring more information to you all on that next week. Hopefully we have some more details, some stuff locked in that we can say, this is what we're talking about. Come join us. It's going to be fun. So with that being said, Mark Everett Lawson, tell everyone where they can find you at. You can find me at mlawson15 on X. You can find me at Big Daddy Lawson on Instagram or on Facebook at Mark Lawson. Lawson. You cannot find me at Michael Donald Robert Lawson anymore because that account has been disabled. Thank you to whoever has hacked my identity. But you can find me on Facebook at just Michael Lawson. And, of course, go follow us on – see if I do this right. Oh, 
link tree slash cats chat pod and it'll bring up our instagram our twitter our youtube our podcast on both spotify and apple pod as well and our facebook as well we love to have you subscribe like all of our things it helps us get promoted a little bit more and get a better uh area that we can cover on that but guys with that being said we always like to end the show saying a few things here and my three are Excuse me. Number one, most important thing in life, love God. Number two, love others. And number three, love Kentucky sports. God bless. Oh, I am on the wrong thing. Let me bring it up here. God bless. <laughs>